Good morning, everybody. It's a beautiful morning today in Durban. And welcome to another episode of uh, Extraordinary People, uh, where I talk to extraordinary people that I know and met over time that actually have value to add in the world. They might not be as famous as other people are, but have a lot to share with the world that actually matters. So thank you for joining the live. I know that Instagram is now inviting a lot of people in. Uh, we have our guest today. We go straight into it. Nixon James comes clean. Please give her a follow after this. I've now accepted. Hopefully she joins in. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good, and you? I'm good, thank you. I'm very excited to talk about this today. Yes. Um, I'm super excited as well because uh, I think we had a chat the first time we met about this uh, topic and you had a lot of like info and it was like really insightful, uh, the conversation. So I'd love for people to like get some of your insight and just also me learn again uh, from you. So I think the topic today is pretty much going to be around circled on gut health and sustainable living. And I think I'd, I'd rather let you introduce yourself, uh, who you are, what you do, and then you can go straight into the topic. Perfect. <laughs> Should I start? <laughs> yes, go for it. Okay, so um, basically, uh, I'm a nutritionist and I took a, a good interest in gut health because although I study uh, all... Sorry, can I think you your, I think your signal is struggling. Um, I don't know if you can get a better connection. Mm. Or... How about now? You still struggling? Okay. Yeah, I'm still struggling a little bit, but I, I think just try go ahead. Maybe hopefully it will clear up. I'll, I'll okay, stop um, you. <laughs> I actually got a little sit up here, so I'll have to just unplug it quick. Sorry. Okay, let's let's go somewhere else. Where's the best signal? It's not very good. Might have to reset the router because this is where the best signal is, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's totally fine. If you want to reset the router, what I can do is in the meantime I can just chat to people on the live and then uh you can come back in. I think we totally lost you there. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna like let her go and then hopefully she can come back in. Cool, um, yeah, so we just had some signal problems with uh, uh, Nixon James comes clean, uh, but she'll be back just now, uh, hopefully sorting out the router problems. If you guys can just keep some patience with her. That'd be appreciated. What I can do is I can have a quick chat with you guys um, about some of the thoughts that I had uh, recently from a previous uh, episode and just how it like sat with me. 
Uh, we discussed something in the previous episode with the uh, engineer, Steve Gray, or actually what he prefers to call himself a passionate innovator, um, was uh, this idea that humans shouldn't look at themselves as machines, but rather as a, organic creatures. Um, with that said, if you think about it, um, you'd be less harsh on yourself when you look at yourself as an organic creature, because if we look at ourselves as machines, Nixon's back, hopefully she can join. I'll have a chat later about that. Hopefully the signal works out perfectly this time. Hey. Hello. Is this better? Yes, a lot better. Phew. Okay, good. <laughs> Sweet. So, I don't yeah, know if I interrupted was... you there, if you were talking no. about something. I don't know if you want to finish off or tell me. No, no, no. Don't, wor don't worry about that. I was just recapping from the previous episode. So, so what we do is I, I upload this onto YouTube um, podcasts and a whole lot of platforms. So people can ask questions um, even after the fact on IGTV, on YouTube, on any of the podcasts. If they want to ask questions, they can. And I'll tag you on those questions if they need you to answer them. Um, but mainly, as long as we have this conversation and it exists now, um, then it can be something that lives forever after this. So, yeah, I think go straight into it and you can start uh, with the topic. Oh, Ooh. sorry, introduce yourself first. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm a nutritionist and... I'm specializing in gut health because I've realized that gut health is actually essentially, well, gut health is health because it's not just to do with your diet. It's more of a lifestyle. And yeah, I'll talk about why in a few minutes, but um, basically gut health is the function and the balance of bacteria in your GI tract. And this results in like a good, digestive system and optimal absorption of nutrients um so yeah and there's a term i'm sure a lot of people have heard it like your your gut feeling or listen to your gut and that's because your gut is actually your second brain um so what is what it is is your gut is linked to your brain directly through your vagus nerve and it's a two-way highway so if your gut it's <laughs> so your gut sends signals to your brain and vice versa. So if your gut is unhappy, it's going to send unhappy signals to your brain. And that could um, lead to like mental illnesses or anxiety, depression, brain fog, so on and so forth. And vice versa, if you're not in a good state of mind, it's going to send signals to your gut. And that's what's going to cause essentially like IBS or bloating uncomfortability so that's that's what gut health is um another cool fact is 90 percent of your serotonin which is your happy hormones live in your gut so we need to keep our guts happy and how we do that there's a whole list of things um eating fermented foods uh, exercising and i know a lot of people like they hate the word exercise I like to use the uh, yeah. word movement because <laughs> slow movement equals slow digestion. 
So you don't have to go and do these vigorous workouts or these like hip training or like lifting heavy weights. You can honestly just go for a 30 minute walk in the morning just to, you know, get clarity in the mind, get your body moving, get your digestive system working. Yeah. Um, we also need to up our fiber intake, but <laughs> there is a huge confusion with that because when you eat more fiber, it's, it can also do the opposite. So we also need to consider that drinking water is essential as well. And it's yeah. also an, another annoying topic. Drink water. And everyone's like, yes, mom. Like, but really drink water. Because that is also, it's just going to help everything move in your digestive system. Yeah. Um, is there anything uh else? Uh, that was that was perfect there was there was heavy like uh a glitchiness with the signal um yes. <laughs> but i could hear what you were saying so i'm gonna try and repeat it in case like people i'm gonna repeat it to you and tell me why i'm wrong and then uh i think just to help people understand if they couldn't hear properly so basically from what you told you you, you said uh it's a two-way system so like our gut health is linked to our brain and yeah. like our brain responds to things and how like feels and all this stuff is very much affected by what is going on with our gut. Yeah. And, and I think you pointed out saying 90% of uh, our happy, uh, what the happy, what do you call it? Hormones. The Serotonin. Happy hormones. Yes. Happy hormones are found in the gut. Yes. Um, and I can agree with this when I have a very nice meal. I'm super happy, <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> but uh, but it's like, yeah, it's it's something that's that that seems uh, now that when you point it out, it seems obvious. But it's not so obvious when you think about it on a daily basis. How like how much like our stomach or how how we we eat affects our moods, and yeah. affects like the state of mind that we in on a consistent basis, and. I think you also pointed out the the, the exercise elements as well, because a lot of people don't like, uh, well, not that they don't like it. I think they like the idea of exercise, yes. but don't don't like doing it and actually <laughs> having to get getting it done. And I love the way that you you pointed out it doesn't have to be something that's strenuous, it doesn't have to be something that's hectic. It's something as simple as taking a walk. Um, because I've noticed as well for me sometimes that when I'm in a slump, a, a simple walk, not even, I don't even have to walk outside of my yard, just a walk around uh, like my yard, just up and down actually does make a difference. And it makes a, a huge difference as opposed to just sitting and trying to like grind through something, especially when I'm struggling with something uh, on the computer or I'm working with something and it's frustrating me. Um, so it's, it's 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 crazy how it's all linked um, in terms of the whole mental health. So how how do how do we protect our gut health? Like like I think let's let's get to the specifics. Like how what are the things we can do to maintain a, a healthy gut? I think you're breaking up again. Oh no. 
I think we're losing her again. Oh no! Sorry, guys. Um, I'm just gonna let her join back in. Uh, if you can hear me or hear what I'm saying, just uh, yeah, leave and then try and join back in. Uh, sweet. So yeah, I'm gonna keep talking about what she was talking about. So she she did point out that a lot of things that happen in our gut affect our brain and affect our moods and affect how we act throughout the day. Um, so we need to take steps to protect that, which she's going to give us the tips just now on how we can do that. Hey. I'm back. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so... There are like a few things to maintain a good gut. Um, one of them is super simple, is to chew your food. And I think a lot of people can say that they don't chew enough. Um, and you're actually supposed to chew 20 to 30 times before swallowing. What? And that sounds like a lot, but it'd be the best um, possible solution to your gut health. Wow. Um, another thing... Yeah, another thing is being mindful. So I know everyone's on the go all the time with work. And the one thing we forget to do is actually take time to eat our food. So yeah. literally, if you're at work and you have your 30-minute lunch break, leave your phone, go get your food, go outside and and just take it in. Like, it, it sounds a bit, you know, like airy-fairy, just take it in. But seriously, like, it's your one time to just relax and eat. And that's what you yeah. should do is even if you like you're eating your food and you're seeing all the colors and you you're admiring the taste the smell the look of it like that's being mindful and actually appreciating what you're putting into your body because essentially we want to put the good nutrients into our body but we also need to make sure that our mind is also there yeah um yeah um another thing that i mentioned now is a colorful food plate so you heard the term eat the rainbow. We honestly, we need to keep our guts diverse. Um, yeah. Because this is another thing that's also been quite a big issue is COVID is kind of restrict, restricting us to have a diverse um, microbiome um, with all the sanitizer and um, mm. being very like careful of hygiene and stuff. It's actually yeah. not so good because we need bacteria. We need yeah. um, to like build up an immunity and 70% of immunity is in your gut. So now what's happening is we trying to stay away from bacteria because it's bad and it's, you could possibly contract, you know, um, COVID, but yeah. this is exactly why we need to eat the rainbow because if we're not going to be, getting our hands dirty per se, we need to be eating all the different food groups to just keep our um, microbiome diverse. So try try keep okay. your plate colorful, make sure it looks pretty, if that helps. Um, and then yeah, in terms of food as well, we also need to make sure that we are getting the, the right amount of probiotics and prebiotics. So Earlier, I said yeah. um, fermented foods. That's usually what probiotics consist of. 
So like your kefir, your, your yogurts, um, tofu, tempeh, all so good for um, putting good bacteria back into your gut. Um, and then you have prebiotics and those are more like your high fiber antioxidants foods. So um, things like garlic, onion, dates, leeks, asparagus, like very high fiber, but very nutrient dense foods. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think you you kept it very simple, and I love it when it's simple and like straightforward and how to like uh, to deal with certain issues because then it makes it more attainable for people. Um, and that whole rainbow concept of eating colorful plates, um, I do know that personally. Like I've 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 started paying attention to it. I think it was after our chat. Uh, but it's something that I like. I never really cared for or thought about before in terms of like how I ate. It was pretty much like I like this and I like that. Keep it simple, and yes. I just have those two things, and I don't need to add any extras. Uh, why do I need to even stress myself about adding extra stuff? And it's 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 crazy how simple it is now that I've picked up the habit of just adding extra things that add flavor, which actually adds some good flavor to, to, the, to the exactly. food. And, you know, some interesting taste as well. And it's like, and it doesn't like take away from what I usually used to like eating. Like, if, like for example, one of the things I love eating is uh, like lentil curry. Mm. So, so yes. like when I make lentil curry, it's like now I can just add some, you know, some peas, some butternut, some, you know, like just, and those extra little bit of colors, uh, like actually have nutritional benefit, and they actually taste good. It's not, it's yeah. not, uh, it's 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 not bad. You know, it's like, it's like I used to think like, ah, oh, no, I'm gonna spoil something I like. You know, I don't want to spoil it. But uh, yeah, I I think it's just a, ma a matter of training and just being aware. Um, so so with. Those things that you mentioned, like, I want to talk about the probiotics because I've like obviously uh, heard a lot about probiotics. Uh, I used to think that probiotics were just uh, something you buy in, in the chemist when you have like stomach problems. And you can actually make <laughs> you it have... yourself. It's so easy. Yeah. So that's why I want to talk about them. Uh, I actually want to. What What are the ones you could recommend? Because once I've done research and I find out about probiotics, I find out like. Even something as simple as apple cider vinegar acts as a probiotic. Uh, yeah. And and it's like, yeah. So what can you advise about that? Like, how do you how do you make them? How do how did they work for you? So um, all the nutrients in like your garlics and your onions and all of that is best to eat it raw. That's why the sauerkraut, kimchi, um, those are all actually raw ingredients fermented in, yeah. into the fridge so i like i personally like making my own um okay. i can maybe even after today i can send people a recipe if they if, if they would like um just it's so it's so simple and the best thing about it is that it ferments in the fridge and it doesn't really matter because it's going to be there anyways like you don't need to go to the store or stress about it but there are also yeah. a few great brands that also um, have good sources of sauerkrauts or kimchi. Um, even kombucha. Kombucha is really good, but 
yeah. some of them are actually very high in sugar, which you need to be careful of because the way to activate the culture, the live, cul the, the live culture in the kombucha is to add sugar, unfortunately. So you need to choose oh. a good kombucha with a low amount of sugar. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, uh, I, I love that you actually touched on sugar because I think before I move on to the sustainable living uh, topic, I just want to touch mm. on sugar because I'm not going to lie, like that's my biggest vice that I just try to like completely cut out and then it's like I, I, like, I struggle and I say, okay, no, like I just need to control it and I, and I have controlled it to like a certain extent um, and I'm very aware of what type of sugar like I, I put into my body what can you talk what can you tell me about sugar that i need to be aware of because i i try to focus on natural sugar like just i don't go for the white sugar refined sugars like, yes refined sugars like I, so, I avoid them like yeah yeah sugar actually um deteriorates the lining of your gut um so it's one of the biggest no-nos like um, another thing is that it will spike your um, insulin and then yeah. it will drop. So you could become like diabetic or you could suffer from high blood pressure because sugar is just not great. And there is a time and place to use maybe um, um, high glycemic foods. So yes, eating natural sweeteners is best, like your maple syrup, agave, dates, um, pineapple, they're all like super high in sugar, but there's also a way to consume them without it affecting our bodies. And that is actually after a workout, because when you work out, your, um, your sugar levels obviously drop and yeah. you need to bring them back up again. So if you are concerned about it, the best time to eat like a higher um, glycemic food is after a workout but other than that I think you should rather just go for um, like low glycemic like your berries um, yeah pretty much berries <laughs> yeah um, yeah and just keep it simple and also another thing is when your gut is healthy and happy your sugar cravings tend to go away which is what I found <laughs> yeah for myself yeah yeah that, that 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 is that is true like uh i i think with exercising uh a lot of things go away actually uh it's it's it, it is a nice way of keeping like bad habits away cuz exercising does release certain things in your brain that just allows you to be in another level um yes. i don't know the science of it i might talk to someone one day about that and try to figure it out but it's 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 one thing that I found with me with sugar and the struggle that I have with sugar is that I've, I, f I feel like, um, obviously, I feel like it's a drug, number one. <laughs> number it's, two, it's, it's like, actually more addictive than cocaine, <laughs> they say. There we go. There, there we go. Uh, <laughs> but I am right in saying it's a drug, so I'm an addict in some You form. are an addict. <laughs> it's okay, yeah. I'm here. I'm yeah, here you for know. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, so part the part part of the issue that i have with it is that i can go peers like I, I i i go through like a complete detox and and i i tell my partner this and she's like 
she's obsessed with sugar like i'm sorry for exposing her but she's <laughs> sugar and she's like yeah next level with it and it's like she's always got snacks hidden away everywhere and like like right now like i'm not i'm looking at a couple of the snacks that are hidden away and it's like <laughs> it, it it's like i have this thing where it's like okay i go a month two months with the sugar detox and i avoid sugar completely completely and it's like then it's like ah you know i'm i'm looking at the snack and then i'm like okay let me take like one bite and no it's never one bite you know like, can i just have and then it's like just next thing i know i finish a whole box and it's like yeah you in okay. it now so you got to finish it <laughs> yeah exactly so and 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 the other thing is that it's not as obvious as it seems because it's like for example i'm looking at uh, some biscuits right now and the digestives and digestive cell themselves is this whole oh yeah cuz i say digestive yeah, yeah <laughs> and the name sounds good and it's like it's whole whole wheat and it's got all these things that are like the key words make you think it's healthy and it's dark chocolate as well which i love i'm obsessed with dark chocolate but then it's like i i know that if i have one i'm going to want to have like a lot more and it's 100%. like 100% <laughs> and that's not good and i know very well as much as i can lie to my brain and say you know this is not that bad i know it's bad and it's like what is it about like sugar that just oh i, I think you pointed out it it's addictive it's very addictive <laughs> so how do you deal with that like is there a natural way of dealing with that of getting like get rid of that craving or treat that craving with something else that's better Yes, so one of the things that I actually did myself cuz I had I had a sweet tooth of notes. Like I literally could not go a day without having half a slab of chocolate. And yeah, always had sugar in my coffee or whatever, maple syrup, still a sweetener. Mm. Um and the thing that I found out was I was actually lacking like carbohydrates. So Mm. I started eating more grains. Um I'm sure you'll feel like if you go out to have a nice let's say like a nice pasta, you're not going to be like, "Ooh, I, now now I need something sweet." Like mm. or maybe you do, I don't know, but um one of the ways that I stopped eating so much sugar was if I wanted that snack or that chocolate, I must make it myself. Now, I don't really have much time in the day to make anything myself. So, when it came to the oh, point yeah. where I was like, "Oh, I really need a chocolate." Then I'd be like, "Oh, but I got to make it." Oh, do I need it? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah, kind of just have to tell yourself no. Um, but like I said, yeah. if you're going to if you're going to be eating rats, eating the rainbow, having your probiotics, your prebiotics, um, nutrient timing after workouts you're going to get the sugar in um and you're actually not going to want to crave it cuz the less you do something the less you want it okay i i see i see what you mean uh there's already a tip there that you said that like resonates with me was the whole make it yourself and then you'll <laughs> you realize you want to make it, it less. yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah like that's that's actually like a, a very I think that's a hack that will work for me personally because it's 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 kind of like 
um, the whole thinking when when uh, I was having this chat with with Steve, who's the engineer and um, the founder of the makerspace, and he's got this whole like heavy like knowledge when it comes to sustainable living and taking care of the planet and and just like giving back, um, and he he said the biggest problem with plastic is that the cost of plastic is not given on to the to to to, to the people using it and they feel yeah. like uh, it, it's okay and if you had to give them the cost the real cost to say okay what this is the cost of 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 retrieving this plastic afterwards or how, how of dealing with the plastic and getting rid of it so it doesn't impact the planet and if you had to attribute that cost onto the people buying plastic they would not use plastic at all they'll be like okay this thing costs too much i'd rather just go somewhere else and do something else and yeah. it's 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 cuz that cost is not put onto them that they don't feel the pressure to change and cuz there's a real cost to it cuz when you throw away the plastic or when that plastic is done there's there, there's no there's a there's another the cost is taken on by someone else the planet because the planet's the one that has to deal with this plastic that can't uh that's not biodegradable that can't be dealt with and is super difficult to 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 reuse and to and to make functional again so yeah, it's that's like that's the thing it's like all your snacks that you're looking at your biscuits it's all mm. in a container it's all in plastic or you know even the things that are sold in cardboard they have a plastic film over so that they can yeah. last longer so nothing really is sustainable bought in the store so maybe think of it that way like you're going to be supporting yeah. you know something that you don't really believe in just because you want to snack exactly and the scary That's thing is, is yeah. durban does not have a recycling plant so here we yeah. are having our three separate bins for paper plastic and normal rubbish and the rubbish guy comes and it all goes in the same place because I think Joburg and Kaysan they got they they got it down but Durban there's not, like we recycling but it's not actually being recycled like it's actually just being dumped and it's really sad the plants here sorry Pardon? yeah you're breaking up there you're saying that there's no recycling plants in Durban no So you're telling me that all the recycling centers that we have here just that go to the dump. Yeah. Ends up at the dump. Yeah. I need to actually look into that cuz that's something I I I like I've not been heavily involved with taking stuff to recycling centers here. Yes. Uh and... but nothing's <laughs> being done about it. And I and I and I didn't even know that. So I'd love for you to just share that information with me so I can also like investigate it and actually get it like something done about it because then it's just misleading it's heavily misleading i know and it's it's part of the the reason why i pointed out out the fact that, that especially when we're doing these like cleanups and stuff is that recycling is not the solution it's it, it's it's something that that can help but it that does barely does anything because yeah. at the end the, at the end of the day it's still there's a cost to recycling even the stuff that gets recycled there is a cost to it that costs the planet and costs uh the 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 manufacturers and costs everybody 
to to actually recycle. So it's not really solving any problem. It's consumption that's the issue. It's yeah. our need to always need something new and not reuse and and yes. and not and 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 not understand that something is not just to be used once and just discarded and thrown away because there's no place that's called away. It's it's still here. Yes. <laughs> like like we just it's just not in your sights. And I think people feel better when it's not in their sights. But it's like that thing that you just used is now a part of this planet and will continue to be a part of this planet and needs to be dealt with, but you are not dealing with it as the person who decided to consume it or use it. Yeah. So you need to be aware of what you're using all the time. And I think we can now segue into sustainable living and we can now discuss that because it naturally just came in perfectly. Uh, what's sustainable living for you? Like, how does that look for you? So I must be honest, sustainable living, it's, it's really difficult if you're really going to stick to it. So I just try yeah. my best and do what I can where I can. So for example, like instead of going and supporting grocery stores that have plastic carrier bags, yeah. either go to the store and take your own carry bag, like, like get your own yeah. shopping bag. Or go to the farmer's market every Saturday. It's fresh. It's seasonal. It's it's all, you know, it's done, I, I feel, organically. All the farmer's markets, their produce and stuff. Um, because what a lot of um, grocery stores are doing now is they're trying to um, make all fruit seasonal. And it's, it's not right. I mean, it's not done naturally you shouldn't be getting avos all year round, you know, there are, there are winter yeah. fruits. You should only be getting them now, you know, and there they are all the time. So, um, do your research and see what is in season. And another thing that I have started doing is glassware over plasticware. And I know people say like, yeah, I've got a plastic um, water bottle and it stays in the fridge, but one day, one day you're going to throw that plastic bottle away. So where's it yeah. gonna go? So just changing all of your Tupperware to glassware. I know straws also like get a steel straw or a, a glass straw, you know? Um, yeah. And maybe even going on Netflix and getting a little bit more information about what's actually going on because there's a lot of people preaching about like living sustainably and doing this and doing that and people don't really like to be told you know like who's this yeah. little girl telling me i must get glassware like go do your own research <laughs> like yeah um that's, that's, there's a that's great so there's a great um documentary on netflix the david attenborough one i mean i know a lot of these documentaries um are like a little bit over the top but sometimes you need to actually see that to realize what's going on and once i watched that i was i was shook i was like damn i need to i need to actually start researching about sustainable living and how am i gonna yeah. you know do my parts so yeah i mean that, people just yeah, I mean, that's... to be oblivious you know and it's it's annoying like you're not entitled you know like we all living under the same planet so we all need yeah. to work together so yeah, I mean, d definitely uh, what, what you're saying is so true. It's overwhelming for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people don't want to hear uh, 
don't want to hear it because of how overwhelming it is and the fact that they don't want to feel bad about themselves yes. in the sense of oh so they'd rather attack you as a person say who are you why are you telling me like are you not perfect neither which we are, are none of us are like no <laughs> and, and i'm very like like clear about that and i want people to understand that when i tell you like these things about like sustainable living and i tell you about these things that i've learned it's i'm only telling you so that you can maybe do something with the information and hopefully do your own research on it yeah but I, but i'm not telling you to get it perfect i just need to you to know so that you can start like looking into it and seeing how you can like adjust certain behaviors and hopefully get to a position where you are uh like compensating your deficits so it's like you know like the whole thing when because you're a nutritionist obviously you know this this whole like <laughs> meal, meal deficit thing i forgot what it's called the exact, exact name yeah, name for right. it with calorie deficit and that's yes. how you lose weight and you're able to maintain your weight and you have a certain amount like we just need to get to that balance i guess of how much am i like putting out into the world that's that that's bad and how can i like mitigate my my footprint so it's it's just a I matter agree. of mitigating your own footprint because once you're born you have this footprint there's nothing you can yeah. do about it it's <laughs> it, it, it's done and 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 also i think we spoke about this like a little bit and I know it's a touchy subject for a lot of people and this is like with no judgment at all to anybody that has like a lot of kids and people that want to have a lot of kids uh but like I think a lot of people don't realize that just like having a child in this world is a huge impact on the planet yeah. um and it's something you need to consider before you have like many children beyond the the psychological effects of having many children because you're not going to be able to take care of all of them number one in terms of their needs as as human beings and the attention they would need um so, so so it's something that i think people need to start considering when having children or, or or adding to the population of the planet as we know that it's overpopulated as is and the struggle for resources is like so is getting bad because like right now we're sitting on i think 7 billion uh in the population but I, yeah. i i think the science of it was it it took us uh 50 years what took us 2000 years or something like that like 50 years to yes double the number that took us 2000 years to do so if we if we're looking at that that science it's good so in the next 20 30 years we can like double this population like it can be we're sitting on 14 billion you know and and 15 billion and then then it's going to be a real problem and people don't realize that that it starts now and yeah, just and, being aware and even if you are if you are going to have a child make sure you bring him or her up knowing what is actually going yes. on teach them the right things teach like them the right things yeah you know what i mean like one of There's the things obligation kids... and i think i think people forget that i think because we've been sold this dream of uh you know children are such a blessing just have children and it's it's going to be this perfect life and everything is beautiful it it it, it it's 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 kind of like heavy marketing on one end 
but no, nobody actually looks at the other end of how much time can you really spend on this child? Because there's a cost element in taking care of this child. There's a cost element that you're going to have to work. So you're going to have to rely on the school system to raise this child or your community to raise this child. But how does the school system and the community look like? Are they, are they raising good children out there? And then like yeah. leave society to raise your kids, but is society in such a condition that it can raise your kids? So, you, so I think a lot of people just need to take those things into thought because you have this responsibility once you create this being to be there all the time and be responsible for whatever happens with this being. You know, it's like, I, I, I think, and, it, and it's, and it's like, like I'm saying, like I'm not being, I don't, don't want to judge people. It's not about judging people because I think children are a beautiful thing as well. But it's like, I think people forget the responsibility that comes with yes. the child. Uh, the heavy responsibility and they need to start like advertising that more I feel like in society or the media when they talk about children uh, versus this thing of uh, no don't worry the community will raise your kid community doesn't have it right right now like it's not the, yeah. it's not the <laughs> you know it's like and if you want to rely on someone else uh, doing that job they might really mess up your kid and then your, your kid becomes the problem in society i think some parents get shocked when they like go grow, grow old and they're like what happened to you you're such you're such an evil child or you're such a bad <laughs> seed what happened to you like the rest of us got it right the, the rest of us are but you find it was some it was a simple thing of you didn't have time to give that child yeah. you didn't have you you relied on society and society is the one that messed up your kid and it just could be the friends, could be the school, could be the teachers, could be anything else out there that influenced your child to be this negative impact, even though you might not be a problem yourself. And that's an important factor you need to consider. Can you, as the parent, allow that to happen? Or do you take the time to teach your kid and say, okay, I have two kids or one kid, so I can take the time to raise them right, to there be a good go. impact on this family. Yes. You know? Um, and, and it's like, yeah, so, so it's like a difficult conversation, but I think a lot of people need to hear that, that, that conversation because it's not being advertised at all. And I think it's because it comes off like judgy. It sounds judgy, but I'm really coming from an, a non-judgy place. <laughs> I'm just coming from a real perspective. So I grew up in a big family. I grew up with like a lot of kids uh, being raised and I know that my parents meant well and like really genuinely wanted the best for, for us but it's like a lot of the kids end up even myself had to figure it out ourselves like figure out the world yeah. ourselves and it's not easy for us and it's like once you're here you don't have a choice you're gonna have to figure out things yourself and I was lucky to figure out some things but it's like when I look at around my circles and stuff, a lot of kids don't get the same opportunities I had uh, to be able to figure out things the right way. Uh, and even then, I'm still figuring out a lot. You know, it's like, it's not easy to figure out by yourself versus having someone there to hold your hand and say, okay, hey, this look this way. This is maybe a better way of doing things. Now we got documentaries and stuff, but there's no guarantee that every kid is going to watch a documentary to figure out things, you know, like 
not every kid's gonna listen to a podcast like this to figure out things. You know, it's like like you teaching us about teaching us about gut health. This is not something that's right now glamorized. A kid would rather go <laughs> watch MTV or watch some yeah. ridiculous podcast about some guy who's talking about how rich he is and how much money he has and all the girls he sleeps with and how like he's the most popular and got the Ross. most ice and jewelry and stuff. And that kid is now <laughs> thinking, that's what I need. And he's like frustrated with themselves because yeah. they don't have that. And they're like, how do I get that? And then it's like, they go on this whole like uh, journey of trying to get all of that stuff. And when they get it, they're unhappy and they don't know why they're unhappy because they never yeah. actually stop to say, you know, I need to get my gut help. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like my gut, <laughs> my gut is bad right now. Like I've been drinking and smoking, and, and and I'm not worrying about this, and that's why I've never been happy this entire time. I got the money, I got the girls, I got this, but I never took care of my gut. And it's like, you, but you understand what I what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's something so crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 really enjoy, I really enjoyed having this chat with you. I try. I try to Me close too. up the chat uh, before, like, it, uh, Instagram kicks us off because it kicks us off an, after an hour. Um, okay. So I just go back, and I think uh, some of the questions I'll try and catch some here. So uh, someone was like, "I thought maple syrup was unhealthy." Uh, I think you dealt with that and said that it's one of the better sugars. Um. Yeah. He's probably thinking of maple flavored syrup that they sell. Because if you go and get proper organic maple syrup, it's like 130 rand for a little thing like this. Because it's obviously straight from the tree, from the maple tree. Maple flavored yeah. syrup is literally just sugar syrup that tastes like maple syrup. So don't get them confused. Um, yeah. And it's also um, vegan. <laughs> doesn't kill the bees so i actually prefer to use maple syrup over the honey oh okay so it doesn't kill the bees let's 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 talk about that actually. yeah we got 15 minutes let's let's talk, yes, about, let's this. talk about that yes yes honey because i noticed i also picked up you didn't you didn't mention honey uh is honey is honey bad like it's is it like it kills the bees no okay look like it doesn't kill the bees, but the bees essentially, once those guys are dead, we, we all dead. Like they are top of the yeah. food chain. Um, and just the way that farmers are producing. Yeah. So my thing is, is not, not to eat honey, but rather to, this is actually just a general thing. Like, People are like, I'm just going to talk about going vegan as well. Like, yes, going vegan is great, but also it's just all about living sustainably because if all of us now yeah. are going to um, only fixate on eating this, this food, this food, this food, it's also, it's going to, you know, um, it's not going to be sustainable. Like for example, almond milk, um, I saw an article the other day um, that in America, the, they are taking down all the, uh, what, what, what is the word? Plantations where the pollen flowers are that bees get the, yeah. 
you know, the nectar and stuff. So that's actually killing the bees um, food, you know, like that's where they get yeah. all the, the nectar pollination. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, don't eat honey, go vegan. You know, it's just literally eat in moderation and eat what's yeah. in season. Yeah. Consumption. Definitely. Cause, cause it, it's, it's, it's crazy what what you what you're pointing out is like, I, I I've I've been a person who's always grown up with this mentality that titles are bad. I hate titles. Yeah. Um, yet, I've I've found that in this world there's this obsession with titles, and it's necessary to achieve a certain level of understanding or attention, because people want to understand quick things quickly, even though they're very much co more complex than they than a title could ever explain. Um, and it's, and it's like the, like the title of vegan, like I, 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 I I'm technically a vegan right now. Um, it's a good foundation. It is. And, and, Plant based and, 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 and is like, a good foundation. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's crazy because the reasons that I am a vegan are, are, are very complex and they're very like multiple reasons of, of, living that that lifestyle but i hate the title because the title comes with this like misconception and this 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 idea that okay so everything is all good as long as it doesn't it it doesn't have an effect on uh, it doesn't it's not an animal byproduct animal product yeah. or animal byproduct but it's it's not con cognizant of what you just mentioned now of the whole thing of uh well you still have to live sustainably even though you might be vegan, you still have yeah. to be aware of your health, even though you might be vegan. Cause there are a lot of misconceptions that happen with people when they, they think vegan, they think healthy. And they think yes. when you're vegan, it's automatically healthy. Yes. There's more, there's more likelihood that you're going to be healthy because you, your choice is limited to more healthy stuff. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff that I've seen in stores and like I've, gone out and found that is vegan but it's very bad for me oh yeah and very so so it's like i i find that it's so hard because like some people when they see that sign vegan or they see the, the the v they think oh yeah this is healthy like i had this conversation with a friend a while ago and he's like ah oh, bro I'm, I'm healthy now bro i'm eating all this vegan stuff i'm like yo do you understand <laughs> what you're just eating it's got so much sugar it's bad <laughs> oh my like, favorite thing vegan. is you'll buy something <laughs> vegan but it's in plastic. It's packaged in plastic. And I'm like, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, you just gotta, I think it's a, it's a matter of being aware. Like that's the main goal. And being mindful. It's, it, mindful. Yes. And yeah. just being like, oh, just being there. Like, I think there's, there's the whole thing that Buddhists always talk about being present. Uh, and you just gotta be present. You can't just be like, uh, I'm grabbing that. It it fits the title. I'm just taking that because it fits the title. You got to be able to think for yourself and be aware when you're talking or listening to someone about what they're saying and be able to say, does this make sense? Am I just taking it because it's it fits the profile or it fits what is expected of this? You know, and it's like, I know it's difficult, uh, but it's something that I think makes a huge difference versus this thing of titles of 
So because you are now this, you are the solution. You, you, you're perfect. Yes. You're animal lover. You know, it's like, no, it does not mean that. You know, it's like, like you just mentioned now, uh, if you do care about the animals or you do care about animals, almond milk, you would reduce your consumption of almond milk. Uh, and, and the thing is like, for example, with almonds, I'll use the example almond milk. Right now, it's like the, they say there's equivalent of two almonds in almond milk anyway. So maybe not yes. almond milk. It's but the use of almonds. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's like so you got to be like that that aware to be able to say okay, cool. So almond milk might not be the problem, but almonds as a whole, I need to just be able to be aware that this is how do I reduce that impact go on Google, figure out how do I reduce it. That's something I'm going to Google now. And I think people yeah. need to start using the tools they have to figure out solutions and just be aware. You know what I mean? And when, every time you learn something, don't take it in a negative way. Take it in a way as how can I use that knowledge? Yes. Because, you know, like, I'm, like I just said to you, like I, I use almond milk every day, like in my pretty much everyday life. And it, and it's something that I need to now do research properly and say, how am I c contributing to that problem that you just made me aware of? Don't not have it now. But what I'm trying to say is change it up. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Almond milk this week when Maybe the Carson's finished, I'll get coconut milk. After that, then I'll yeah. get oat milk, you know, like... Just yeah. don't fixate on something because an advert tells you to, oh, honey's bad. Okay, I'm never going to eat honey again. Like, people just love to grab, like you said, the title thing. They love to grab on something, but not even know, like, what it's doing around you. I mean, if we all ate the same thing and we all did the same thing, we wouldn't have any food. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's very true, because like, yeah, you you need that diversity, and like you said, like it's 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 overconsumption. It's like yeah, if we all like like you said, if we all obsessed with with almond milk right now, there's gonna be an impact because everyone is now on almond milk when there's other choices and other industries that do the same function of actually help the same thing that you want to achieve, and I and. Based on what you were saying, maybe it will help your gut health as well because it's now something different in your belly. Uh, you <laughs> in, in diversity, you know, like so. So it's it's, and it's funny how like your body or the world rewards you for doing things like this. That's another thing that I've learned to yes, sustainable dopamine, learning. mental yeah. health. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> It, it 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 like it's it's crazy like when you start doing things that are right for you or right for the planet or right that are actually good for you after a while you start like just being better at a lot of other things that you didn't expect you know and exactly and, and just living better uh, as a whole uh and and your relationship with people and your partner just does better and it's it's crazy how it's all interlinked and it's how I think God designed the planet is that everything should be interlinked so that we're aware of how we treat others because it comes back to us. 100%. So that's, so that's, uh, so that's uh, yeah. So again, really appreciate this chat. 
Uh, if anyone has any questions, yes, if anyone has any questions, feel free to uh, post them in the IGTV comment se section or the YouTube comment section or anywhere else where you might listen to us, if it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, and I'll tag uh, Nixon James and you guys can, and she can hopefully give you some insight. I'm going to ask you about the probiotics uh, thing. If you can send me the the, the recipes. Definitely. Uh, I'd love to make a couple for myself. Perfect. And I encourage everybody to go follow Nixon James underscore comes clean. Uh, and just like, yeah, like you got a lot of tips there on your page. I love your social media feed. It's It's got a lot of interesting stuff and you share a lot of information, which is part of the reason why. I wanted to feature you on this and oh. much appreciated. Thank Keep you. Keep up doing the good work. Thanks for asking me to join the chat. Uh, <laughs> much love. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Cool. That was Nixon James underscore comes clean. And that's signing out today's episode of Extraordinary People with